From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome again to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. And a happy Monday, everybody. A brand new week of adventures in podcasting. Um, I wasn't really planning on doing a show today because I will be on the road in just a couple of days and bringing you episodes from the road, but... Given the situation that happened over the weekend with all the crazy banks, uh, I just had to do at least today before uh, I go on the road. But my goodness, folks, you got people who are really dang nervous about this whole mess. And before I forget and get kind of lost in it, as always, send us email, uh, questions, comments, shout outs, uh, you know, whatever, uh, at inblackandright at gmail.com. Also, our website, inblackandright.net, where you can find us. And also, you can find out where we are on all of our social media platforms. Uh, just simply go to the other platforms uh, tab. On the website, you can find us where you can find out where we are on Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, True Social, Parlor, Getter, and True Patriot Network, amongst others. And hopefully, if you know as things progress and the show continues to grow, we'll be adding on other platforms as well. But I think half a dozen is pretty substantial. But anyway, let's get into all the fun over the weekend. I always say that breaking news waits for nobody. But when I saw this, I said, well, looks like I'm going to be doing a show on Monday instead of packing, which is okay because we're going to be ready and we're going to have a lot of fun. But I just could not stay away from this growing bank failures. I mean, it was bad enough with... Silicon Valley Bank when it went uh, when it pretty much when it went under on Friday and you've got regulators all over the place on it but now over the weekend New York based Signature Bank joined the fun and as it collapsed as well now you got folks who are freaking out mostly investors and frankly, I don't blame them one single, single solitary bit. Because now I'm looking at news stories today. Oh my goodness. Now today, just today from Just the News, a headline, exchanges halt trading of several bank stocks amid volatile trading after two banks fail. The stop in trading occurred shortly after the markets opened at 10 a.m. Eastern Time today. I thought, okay, that's pretty scary. Uh, uh, you got a whole bunch of banks. Now, there was one bank 
Uh, in particular today, I the name of it, sadly, I cannot remember. But today, one bank stock was so bad off, it lost 60% of its value uh, <laughs> just in the short time it was... Okay, wait a minute. Okay, there we go. Yes, I'm sorry. Now it comes to me. Uh, the bank was First Republic Bank. And I, yay, yay, yay. It was horrible. Six, the value of the stock spun, uh, plunged 60% in just a few short, uh, I, in, a, in a little bit of, in a short amount of time. Sorry about that, got a little tongue-tied, but yes, one bank loses 60% of its value in a short time while trading. Plus, you've got people who are completely freaking out about this, especially the folks with uh, S Silicon Valley Bank, because now they had to work like crazy over the weekend, working with regulators, working with uh, Grandma Janet Yellen over at Treasury, Jerome Powell at the Fed, the FDIC. Oh my goodness, there was... <laughs> So many agencies there, it's like, my goodness, you almost had to have a scorecard to keep track. But now, what's really blowing my mind <laughs> on this, it's like, yeesh. A another story today that just absolutely blew my mind. Again, just the news. Again, great headline. FDIC has only half, I repeat, half the cash needed to cover roughly $264 billion, with a B, in deposits at the failed banks. Now, the subheadline, Biden, President Biden says taxpayers aren't paying for failed bank losses because the money comes from the fees banks pay into the deposit insurance. Uh, sorry, but I'll stick with my guideline here. If it comes out of Joe Biden's mouth, don't you take it with a grain of salt and a mighty big grain of salt because the man lies. It's like a default setting. He, he is not in operational control. Period. I don't care what the what the Federal Reserve says. I don't care what Yellen over at Treasury says. This is a mess. It's a big mess and people are nervous. This is why the, <laughs> that's why the, the stock exchanges where these bank stocks are had to put the brakes on it because otherwise it was going to be in a full-blown freefall. So I'm going, yeah. I mean, it was bad enough. Just Silicon Valley Bank alone had over $169 billion, with a B, of deposits that were not insured by the FDIC. Now, the FDIC's limit on any particular account is $250,000. Outside of that, 
it ain't insured. So this is going to be really funky now that the FDIC has only half of what's needed to deal with these failed banks. I'm going, oh, this is going to be fun. Now, if you believe that somehow you, me, and other hardworking Americans, patriots, uh, people of faith, MAGA, uh, oh my gosh, America first, uh-uh, don't even think that. Because somehow, some way, when you hear that the FDIC only has half the cash needed to cover all of these depositors and what they put into these banks, then you have to ask, where is the rest coming from if the FDIC can't insure it? Hmm? I mean, come on, we're, I've seen this before. I mean, this hasn't been this bad since 2008 when you got all these banks like Goldman Sachs and, and others who were having all kinds of problems and they got government bailouts. If they tried this again, uh, no. I mean, even, well, it was crazy. Even the economics editor for Breitbart talks to uh, Larry Kudmo, formerly of the Trump administration, and he says, if there's a, any kind of a bailout, even if somehow they want to get tricky with the language, oh, it's not a bailout, trust me, it is. It's going to be, at some point, you, the American hardworking taxpayer, who are killing yourselves trying to keep a roof over your head, food on your table, clothes on your backs and the backs of your kids, and trying to put gas in your car so you can go to your job, which, by the way, 22 straight months of deterioration of real wages. And because inflation is still a major problem. I don't care what Biden says. I don't care what Yellen says. I don't care what the Fed chair says, Jerome Powell. I don't care. We got problems, folks. And people are really concerned. And Biden's assurance that everything is safe? <laughs> Sorry. I, I just have to laugh at that because this is the same Joe Biden who tried to push the nonsensical idea that, well, inflation is transitory. Ah, Sorry. That turned out to be wrong. A lot of things turned out to be wrong. Holy cow. And instead of putting all that money, giving it to Zelensky over in the Ukraine. It's like, how about keeping it here for emergencies like this? I mean, it's bad enough that I've even heard a report that border, border funding, border security funding is actually down. Well, duh, considering what's been going on down at the border, I mean, that's an entirely different subject for for a different show but right now our banking system is messed up all kinds of ways and the silicon valley bank is a perfect example of biden economic policies 
screwing the pooch so bad, dog breeders are in tears across the country. So yeah, this is Biden's brilliance, or whoever he has for his economic advisors and whatever, this was made possible. Uh, Silicon Valley Bank uh, and Signature Bank in New York and all these other banks that are having their investors pulling out their money. Oh yeah, this is 100% clueless Joe Biden and his policies. Do not let anybody tell you otherwise. The media doesn't want, the mainstream media does not want this to be Biden's fault, but anybody with half a brain can figure this out because, well, of course, the mainstream media and its incestuous relationship with the Democrat Party is well known and people get it. People do get it. Now, of course, with DC now becoming Investigation City, I'm like, come on, you can walk and chew gum at the same time. I mean, the Senate and the House Finance Committees, hey, you need to start bringing some people over and testifying. And it's like, hello, what is the problem here? Why are so many people concerned about bank stocks and our banking system? And they have a and they have an absolute legitimate right to be so. So, eh, who knows? But it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the, this week, especially what happens with Silicon Valley Bank and everything else, because I am not an expert on economics. I'll, I'll tell you that, but boy, I'm going to find, I'm going to be looking for a lot of these people who are commenting on this and let them explain it because I'm, my ego is not that big. If somebody can explain something better than I can, I say, let them. I mean, I'm not going to be all freaked out, but man, oh man, there's a lot going on behind the scenes that the average American unfortunately doesn't know about because it's not being reported by business networks like CNBC and Fox Business and others and they need to really figure out what the deal is because this is not going to go well and given the fact that Joe Biden has pretty much the credibility well he doesn't have the credibility that God gave a fire hydrant and so yeah they're not going to trust him they're not going to trust Yellen or Powell or the FDIC so yeah this is going this is the start of a really bad situation and let's see how many other banks uh, essentially uh, go belly up because people are making runs on the banks I'm going I I just ugh, I don't get it but that's an but that's best left for uh, smarter people than myself but Speaking of those who are smarter, or at least they think they're smarter, um, that's <laughs> I love this story in Breitbart today. Uh, a poll that was done by Rasmussen, 
uh, said that majority want Transportation Secretary Preachy Pete Buttigieg to resign. Well now, the Alfred E. Newman of the Biden administration who took three freaking weeks to go down to East Palestine because Donald Trump basically <laughs> upstaged all of them. Buttigieg, the EPA administrator, Mike Regan, and, and even, <laughs> even the governors of Ohio and Pennsylvania, a Republican and a Democrat, because I'll guarantee you Mike DeWine didn't want to stick around down there, but because Trump was coming, it's like, oh yeah, it's all hands on deck, baby. Now, to give him also credit, Senator, Ohio Senator J.D. Vance was there for several days, and he talked with the residents, talked with President Trump. He was actually, he was getting the job done, talking about what was going on. Now, in this story of this poll, uh, it was it was funny, uh, and, and I'll read a little bit of it, not the whole thing, but certain parts that uh, just absolutely blew my mind. Okay, so there we go. Now, the survey by Rasmussen asked, should Buttigieg resign as a result of how the Transportation Department handled the recent, or shall we say mishandled, the recent trail derailment in East Palestine, Ohio? Now, a majority, 51%, said he should resign, followed by 36% who said he should not, and 13% who remain unsure. Now, most Republicans and Independents continuing to read on in the story, 68% and 51% respectively believe he should resign compared to 35% of Democrats who share that view. A plurality of Democrats, 49%, do not believe Buttigieg should resign. Now, the fact that, that over one-third of Democrats says he should resign that right there tells me something, that maybe some of the Democrats are actually Democrats instead of Democrats and would still keep this evil SOB. Uh, and, and frankly, Buttigieg should have resigned a long time ago, long before the situation in East Palestine, because Alfred E. Buttigieg not only screwed that up, and, I mean, he really screwed the pooch on East Palestine. But he also messed up airlines and the craziness and the chaos that ensued during the holiday season uh, at airports, all, co commercial airports all over the country. That, that's definitely one. The trucking industry, uh, unable to get goods to grocery stores. I mean... We still, as of this day, we still have a shortage of baby formula in grocery stores. I mean, yeah, I'm, and my situation is anecdotal, but every single grocery store I've gone to, and I've gone to quite a few uh, in this part of North Florida, I still see baby formula aisles and shelves with big, huge, Nothing. 
there's nothing there. And what's there, there's not that much of either. So yeah, so Preachy Pete, uh, who pretty much, yeah, we call, we call BS on you. I certainly do. And of course, there are several Republicans uh, who would do likewise. Now, uh, the sentiments, uh, reading on in the story, coincide with the demands made by several House Republicans, including Mike Waltz of Florida, who has called on Buttigieg to resign over his botched response to the tram derailment. I mean, the man didn't go for 20 days. And the only reason he went is because he, because Trump did. And Trump came loaded for bear. Not just his comments, but he brought actual supplies. Yes, he did. A caravan of semi-trucks and trailers loaded. Absolutely loaded with water, with supplies, with other things to help the citizens. I mean, this is vintage 2015-2016 Trump the forgotten men and women, and he didn't forget them. He even brought water and supplies on Trump Force One. So, and he put it, and he took it out of his own pocket. So, Preachy Pete, with all the resources you have at the Transportation Department, you couldn't, and then, of course, let's throw in the EPA and all their mess, and the state of Ohio, and some of the things they screwed up on. So, yeah. So, not only should Preachy Pete resign, I mean, if he's not going to resign, of course he won't, because he checks uh, all, the, all the boxes on the uh, DEI uh, sort of, uh, sort of the checklist. You know, diversity, equality, inclusiveness, gag me. The funny part about that is D-E-I, day, is the Latin word for God. I'm thinking, O-M-G, that just messes me up on that one. Diversity, equity, inclusion. Yeah, that is essentially the left's God. And throw in abortion on that one. Uh, that's a definite sacrament. But what's interesting, though, and speaking of which, uh, Jane Fonda. Haven't heard that name in a long time. But for those of you of the Vietnam era, especially those of you, and God bless all of you, who fought in the Vietnam War, you know the name Jane Fonda very, very well. Now, apparently, her gal pal... Um, Lily Tomlin is, and they're doing a movie together, but apparently during their appearance on The View, oh great, you know, The View, Joyless Behar, the queen of the shrews, who still has, to my knowledge, has not apologized for her vicious remarks about the people of East Palestine, Ohio, because it's Trump country. And apparently, the Queen of the Shrews had to open her big mouth and say that they got what they deserved. 
because they voted for Trump? And ABC still has not taken this wackadoodle piece of crap off the air? Really, ABC? Well, anyway. So here's Jane Fonda, Hanoi Jane, uh, making comments. Uh, <laughs> you know, apparently, uh, Jane Fonda had made a comment to a question about uh, what happened with uh, over the Supreme Court's overturning Roe v. Wade and sending it back to the states. Well, apparently, Jane Fonda said, kind of trying to be too cute by half, well, I've thought of murder, and of course, here's Behar trying to do a CYA. Uh, oh, she's just kidding. She's just kidding. I'm like, mm-hmm. Jane, honey, first of all, uh, now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cut you slack. Now, when you had all these psychos, mostly messed up women, who were protesting in front of the homes of the six conservative justices, and Merrick Garland didn't do a damn thing because he's a weak woke weasel, a major weasel who ignored federal law, straight up ignored it. They say, oh, well, this is a peaceful protest. They're not supposed to be a protesting at all, peaceful or not, under federal law. It is against federal law for anybody to go and protest at the home of a federal judge and certainly you've got Supreme Court justices which is the highest court in the land that no you cannot do that to try to intimidate or influence them into a particular decision now this is what just blew my mind the governors of Maryland and Virginia tried to say hey you know why are there not any arrests? Now, the Maryland and Virginia State Police, you know, along with, I'm sure, the federal marshals, were providing protection, but the fact that Merrick Garland and his Injustice Department didn't do a doggone thing. They did nothing. They ignored federal statute, period. So now, here's, now here's the thing reverse this okay now if a conservative said on any type of show now not just the view but if they said that they thought of murdering uh pro-abortion activists which i call pro-dead baby uh supporters i guarantee you it would be the lead story on every media outlet, mainstream, I mean, on every network, broadcast and cable, in newspapers, online, there would be screams of absolute anguish. They would want that person, um, they, want, they would want their head on a pike, and the mainstream media would be totally okay with it. So to say that, for Behar, 
who's got a really big mouth herself, what a, I mean, she's a wackadoodle big time, to say that she was just kidding, and apparently Fonda gave her a look. And I thought, no, because this is what I talked about, uh, diversity, uh, equity, or equality, and inclusion. The abortion is a sacrament of the leftist religion. And apparently in places like Michigan and Pennsylvania, sing all these goofball single white women who absolutely will fight like crazy to kill a baby. And apparently they elected people like Whitmer and Shapiro in those states. I'm like, ay, 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 ay. This is exactly why this country needs a serious, serious divine intervention. No joke. So yeah, I'm a little tough on folks. But hey, sorry Jane, but I'm not going to cut you slack for saying something that outrageous. And oh yes, and it could incite violence. We've already got it. We've already had it. Anybody remember what happened to the guy who came all the way from California trying to get into Brent Kavanaugh's home to, uh, to kill him and his family? And nobody said nothing. And the mainstream media doing what they do best, dropping the ball when it comes to uh, real issues. We've already had people trying to incite violence. It's just like the just the Injustice Department not going after all the people in the summer of 2020 who set all kinds of public and private property on fire, the killing of police, and everything else. We have an Injustice Department and an Attorney General who is in enamored in serious love with lawlessness. You can't and don't and when he says the rule of law, I almost want to puke because this man will not follow the rule of law, especially when it goes against those who agree with him and his political philosophy, which is not part of the job of being attorney general, be it on the national level or the state level. No, no, no. You cannot be biased. And he is biased to the core, and he thinks he's okay. This man, along with some other folks, this man is on the fast track to burning in hell because he is coming to agreement with evil, with violence, with murder. And because it's, you know, he has no problem going after pro-life Catholics with SWAT teams in full tactical gear, banging their home, busting in their homes, scaring their wives, traumatizing their kids. I got, he has no problem with that. But, oh, don't you go after those nice little peaceful protesters. Gag me, Merrick Garland, and screw you. I am so disgusted with your arrogance and several other things that I really don't want to get into right now. 
But yeah, you're a mess, buddy. Now, just briefly kind of going back to the story about Buttigieg. <laughs> oh, you got to hear this. This is a short, really short uh, snippet of Norfolk Southern CEO Alan Shaw testifying before Congress. And I'll tell you, if it wasn't for the fact that I know better, I mean, I could actually laugh at this guy, but it, it's just, ugh, never mind. Just listen to what he said as he testified before Congress. We're developing and implementing near and longer term cleanup activities. Air and water monitoring have been in place continuously since the accident. And to date, it consistently indicated that the air is safe to breathe and the water is safe to drink. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. If it wasn't so doggone serious, because the people in East Palestine, surrounding communities in Ohio, and even across the border into Pennsylvania, if they heard him say that, they would absolutely go bananas. And they should, because I have seen nothing, and I mean nothing, to indicate that the water is safe or the air is safe. Because the people of East Palestine and over in Pennsylvania as well, they're still dealing with all kinds of health issues, respiratory problems, skin issues, headaches, God knows what else. And they don't even have a clue as to the long-term effects of this stuff. You've got people with welts and, and rashes all over their body because they can't take a shower. They can't drink the water because every time somebody would throw a stone or some heavy object in there, there would be residue that would bubble up from the bottom of from the bottom of those streams and the residue would just be good so so no uh alan shaw is a man who's trying to seriously cover his arse and his company as well and on top of that he's not having himself a good time because earlier very recently, I say within the last week or so, there was another Norfolk Southern train derailment in Ohio, of all places. Now, apparently, at least there were no toxic chemicals on this particular train, but Norfolk Southern cannot be having a real good time, nor is the stock, because they are going to be held accountable and they're going to use their lawyers they're going to use their political influence to try to get out of it and i say uh-uh norfolk southern the epa and others because nobody can well actually it's not that they can't uh answer the question they won't the the 60 the sixty four thousand dollar question is still who ordered the controlled burn until that question is answered, nobody, everybody's going to play blame shift, blame shift, blame shift. Uh, everyone from the EPA, uh, the state government in Ohio, 
and also of course Norfolk Southern because they're going to be the ones who are going they're going to have to deal potentially with a class action lawsuit for the damage in East Palestine, Ohio, and in Western Pennsylvania. And yet, we're still giving blank checks to Zelensky and the Ukrainians. Where is the help for East Palestine and the surrounding communities in Ohio and Pennsylvania? Nowhere to be found. And frankly, this is why people like the EPA and Norfolk Southern and the Transportation Department are all pieces of crap. Human excrement that really needs to be called on the carpet. And this is going to be a real hoot. And the fun has really only started. That is for certain. Anyway, friends. Oh, well, yeah. Well, thank you for listening to this edition of In Black and Rant. Uh, but I'm grateful nonetheless because I had to say something on some of this stuff. But yes, as I said earlier, In Black and Right this week is going to be on the road. We're going to my beloved home state of North Carolina to do a series of special shows this week. And as soon as I am able to get them uploaded, I will make them It'll be fun. I'll make them available and you can listen anytime. And of course, as always, if you want to uh, follow the show, uh, absolutely. Just pick your favorite podcasting platform and just look for In Black and Right with our flaming, uh, <laughs> with our flaming microphone right next to it. So follow and set notifications so that you will be notified when a new episode goes up. So, take care for now. God bless you, everybody. Have a fantastic week. Uh, keep me in your prayers as I'm traveling. And as always, my friends, patriots come in all colors.